1: Welcome to Thursday's episode of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I am joined on this occasion by Mr Duncan Mackay. Howdy ho. The nation's sweetheart and the housewife's favourite, Sean McGuigan. Hello there. And tonight's show is a little bit different. Um, we've, well, we've done this before, but we've just not done it in a while. Uh, especially not on the Patreon. We usually do this on the Patreon, but we're bringing it back to the main show. And that is a mailbag. So we asked on Twitter for your questions. You sent in a number of them. Thank you very much for doing so, and we're going to do the show based on all those questions and also the Patreon as well, the two pound add-on that goes on the the two pound tier. Right, let's get to question one, which comes from Ketamine Drums. How funny is the immediate retirement of Scott Brown? Duncan is a big heavy. Do you find much? Because um, I know that Scott Brown's still quite um, still quite popular among Hibs fans for his. Uh, Kind of very successful well, yeah, pretty successful uh, career in Easter Road when he first broke through.
0: Uh I did genuinely text a few Hibs fans this week being like, How how close do you reckon Sean Maloney and Scott Brown are? Um, because I was thinking that maybe for the rest of the season might might do a job. Uh so I don't I don't are you think it's thinking that- on the park, Duncan. Uh I mean, have you seen? Have you seen Ahmed? He Aye, but not Duncan, really was not There's
1: your problem. He's been released outside the the transfer window, so he couldn't play for any club.
0: Oh, in which case, summer. fuck it. Nah, don't want it. Don't want it. Don't. <laughs> um, I, I'm a bit. I'm a. i, I am am a sentimentalist, so I, I do think it is a bit of a shame that if his career finishes, it was uh, at Ten basically having hearts rinse him. Uh,
1: right, no, of, I think it's I think it's terrific well, I think of of it's course, ideally
0: think it's a... terrific you're you're the same sort of fan base that thinks that Aaron Hickey can play it re- left right re- right wing back for for Scotland so um but uh I I don't know it's yeah it's not I, I don't think it's I think it, if it wasn't anyone if it was someone else maybe but yeah, so I'm, I'm obviously uh, slightly biased and I think that Scott Brown has been a tremendous servant to Scottish football not just uh, Celtic, not just Scotland. That he's done a lot, and I think that it would be. Uh, I think you kind of want to honour that in a little bit of way, but I suppose it's Scottish football, so we don't actually do that very well.
1: Sean, do you think it's funny?
2: Uh, I, no, I definitely didn't think it was funny, but but probably for two slightly different reasons. For Duncan, firstly, is this is another player who I can remember their full career from debut to retirement, <laughs> and I was a and I was a grown adult. So right away, that's a concern rather than something that's particularly funny, and 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 but I think you what's quite unusual for for me, and looking at a player who, and I know the word hate isn't really the correct word, but you know the phrase that that fans love to hate. Now generally, when it comes to a player like that, I'm not very keen on them, but there was something about Scott Brown that. I, I was actually okay with. Now, I don't know what that was. I'm I'm going to guess it was to do with the fact that when he came through at Hibs, I really liked to look at him and I presumed when he first came through he was going to have a pretty good career with Scotland. So I was quite excited about him. So when he went for the Hibs to Celtic, I was already a, a, a reasonable fan of him. And the fact that he did have that career with Scotland and I know he didn't go into to play in tournaments and I know maybe there was an element that, that maybe he didn't play quite as well for Scotland as we hoped Uh However, I kind of let him away with him winding people up. I was okay with it, but by the same token, because he played for Celtic, I was also okay in those occasions where he got the piss ripped at him as well. So I, I've always been okay with Scott Brown, and I've i fully like let him away with stuff that that, that maybe other fans wouldn't. Uh, so so no, I I, I kind of felt like I felt like a wee bit a disappointing a disappointing way for him to to end. So no, I I I didn't find it funny, but I can appreciate. Why a lot of people probably
1: did. Yeah, that's think like the only funny thing is just how it's more the it's more funny just how spectacularly wrong it's gone for Aberdeen and the the Stevie Glass <laughs> revolution and bringing in Scott Brown as his assistant.
0: If we're talking about how funny this was for Aberdeen's season, yeah, then very funny. But I don't know. Yeah, there's the, the, the yeah. I think with Scott Brown himself, I think it's. Uh, but again, that was always going to be the risk, wasn't it? That it was going from. Arguably uh well, arguably the biggest the, probably the biggest club to the third biggest club, despite the fact that there was there were plenty of warning signs on the dashboard about his uh ability uh and longevity. What did, so, I, yeah.
1: what did I always say it says like Scott Brown he always comes out and he's like people are all people I love it when people write me off I'm like always oh, I love proving these people wrong ultimately we're going to be proven right Scott and
2: finally we are well yeah <laughs> you, 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 um, amazingly you can't fight time <laughs> however however he's done a no he's done a no bad job at like I, I have seen, I've seen oh, i seen some comments he's like, say written off many times I, I I saw some comments that say that if only he'd he'd being more dedicated off the park than he would have had a longer career, but to be fair, like like he's thirty six, like yeah. it's not as if it's not as if he started winding down at thirty one. He has a he, he has had spells in the last four or five years where we have wrote him off, but but generally, you know, something in terms of longevity, I think he's done pretty well.
1: Also, as well, like people are saying that because of pretty much, I think that one video, or that that one newspaper story where he was having a kebab aye so Steve at- so <laughs> three, three, three nights
0: before a league cup final
1: <laughs> aye but they won it so it's fine uh, aye <laughs> but aye yeah so that's, that wasn't the best of professionalism but I think over his overall career Scott Brown was a pretty good professional and also look at him like the man is like he's like double the size of what he was when he first came through and it's all muscle like the guy is chiselled like what are they kind of talking about in terms of like if he'd only looked after himself better like that's just a lot of piss it's just like it's like using that one story to kind of label him as unfairly like he's just one of these pissheads or one, like somebody like, you know, for instance, Gary O'Connor, who just went too far off the rails kind of thing. Scott Brim wasn't like that at all.
0: No, I, and, and your point, like, he's the same age as me. And yes, I've, I've doubled in size since I broke through as well. But sadly, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not been muscle either.
1: <laughs> okay, let's get to our second question. Hey, right, so, uh, so this comes from at Greg Playfair, and it's who would make your starting 11 of you to do an All-Scots Premiership team and a Championship team to League 2 team? Oh, sorry, and Championship to League 2 team. So that would take us quite a while, and that would be like a podcast in itself. So instead, I've just asked, so beforehand I asked Duncan to come up with an All-Scots Premiership team, and I've asked Sean to do the same for the Championship to League 2. So we'll begin with Sean's team and uh, we can maybe pick any holes in it we find, although probably unlikely to do so, since Sean knows more than either myself or Duncan. Well
0: <laughs> oh, don't do, don't do yourself a disservice, there, fella. You you I know that you've got a, a pivotal hand in the team of the week for the for the SPFL, so come on. <laughs> I, I, don't played, that. I know he's played I'd always played
1: Playoff from week to week, but then it all immediately falls out of my brain as soon as the team of the week's posted <laughs>
2: <laughs> there, there, I, I'll be honest there is, there is very much A bit of a team of the week Vibe to, to my team Because I, I, I kind of wanted to Like I wanted to Include all divisions But, but let's say if, I, if I'd done it properly Then The vast majority of players Would have come for the championship However I, I tried to Get a bit of A bit of diversity I suppose So uh, someone uh,
0: So someone from Kelly Hearts
2: No No actually oh. League 2 oh. League 2 representative Comes to Forfa So that's oh. uh, That's settled Your hash harsh Isn't it Duncan Ah it has, has. <laughs> Okay oh. Uh, uh, so <laughs> Let's put your gas At so, a low peep <laughs> Aye Aye there we go That's it aye, So anyway uh, Goalkeeper Goalkeeper I went for Mark McCallum uh, At Fortwell Now I think There was a genuine case A few years ago That Mark McCallum was Arguably the best Goalkeeper in the lower leagues I don't think that's Necessarily the case now I think he's regressed Slightly However he's still only 28 And he had a save At the weekend They were playing Elgin Weren't they yeah, a save at the weekend, they, they kept the clean sheet against Elgin, and it was genuinely world class and as, as actually as good as a save, as good a save as I've ever seen him make, and I've seen him make a lot of good saves. So I would still uh I still say Matt McCallum is up there, and in terms of sneaking in a League Two player, uh he was he's the he was the easiest one to do.
1: So what is your team, four four two?
2: Uh four for two, very, very simple. Give us uh, a basic. For,
1: give us your back four then.
2: Okay, uh right back, Willie Gibson. I, again, I think he is, maybe, he's not had a, as, as good a season this season as last season. However, I would blame that on uh, tactical extraordinaire Alan Johnson. Uh, uh, who, just who just, just, just w- to interject, you don't have to give us a minute monologue on every single player. Well, well, I'm afraid you don't have any choice in the matter, uh, Craig, because that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. No, no, oh, okay. Uh, okay, uh, right back, right back Willie Gibson. Uh, Queen of South uh, left back Harry Milne from Cove Rangers oh yeah he, uh,
1: uh, he made the team of the, he was the star man of the team of the week just this past week
2: well there you go great minds uh, two goals that. scored that, that's the first you hear them, though. Eh? no I, I knew
1: him um, <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew him because uh, they were playing Hibs earlier this season
2: <laughs> uh, centre halves I went for Christoph Berra and Tom O'Brien well, Tom, Tom, Ryan, uh, just
1: uh, lower league stalwart, Argu- arguably the best part-time player in the country.
2: Uh, certainly up there. Certainly up there. I, I do think again he's maybe he's maybe not quite played as well this season as as other seasons, but he's still. No matter what metric you look at, he's still. Is that not because he's playing at the, the very the top best.
1: of the championship rather than League Two or League One?
2: That, that might have something to do with it. Uh, another one I'd, I'd, I'd probably point out is, is Berra. I, th- I think of all the Reith Rovers players this season, some played very well, maybe the first half of the campaign, and I've never... I've never checked uh, the ball since? Aye. I, 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 there's, there's a lot of them have barely had a good game since uh, November or December. Berra has played excellently. First half, picked up an injury, came back, and has still consistently been one of the better players on the park, so I think he probably warrants a place.
1: Right, who's your midfield for?
2: Uh, for the right-hand side of the midfield, I went for Graham Webster of Montrose. The left-hand side of the midfield, I went for Scott Tiffany of Partick Thistle. In the middle of the park, I went for Nicky Lowe of Arbroath and Dylan Easton of Airdrie.
1: Dylan Easton has been a kind of real... Fulcrum for the Airdrie side I think you have to say This season And Might even Finally next season Go to the championship And play consistently At a level that he Really should have been at For most of his career
0: ah, I I, I, did you... I, but I believe he has Screwed the nut In the last Year and a bit um, Which I think Was potentially uh, Not the case Previously And hence I, why I, he A bit of a nomadic career
2: I, I don't say this lightly In terms of I'm slightly jealous of Airdrie fans, but the fact that they get to watch <laughs> the fact they get to watch Dylan Easton every single week is Ranger passing is brilliant. His first touch, the way he can glide past players, he seems to score outrageously good goals. Most weeks, uh, aye, just a brilliant player.
1: Scott Tiffery does a decent job in the Premiership when he played for Livingston. It was actually a bit of
2: a shock that he kind of went down
1: because did he not initially join Thistle when they were in the third tier?
2: Ah, he's uh, he, he's vital to them. So I think he has he's got four goals, six assists, and when he does the play, they're a are far inferior side. Uh I don't think he played at Starts Park a few weeks ago. If he had, i, I, I think Park Thistle would uh, would probably have beaten us quite easily, but without him they were they're a couple of levels down actually. He, he I would argue that he makes them uh tick. And who's your forwards? Uh, my forwards are who have I got? Bear with me here. Uh <laughs> Mitch Meginson and Mikey McKenna. So, Mitch Meginson kind of goes without saying. Uh, I, I think what's encouraging about him is he's scored, I think it's 13 goals, but he also has 10 assists. So, if you'd went back to when he was at Wraith, so he's played in the Championship previously, albeit as a reasonably young player, and I never saw anything which made me think that he would ever be good enough for the second tier. However, he's a far better player now, a far more rounded player but isn't he just a goal scorer? He's a provider of goals as well. Uh, and I think he'll be okay in the Championship next season in the presumption that Cove Rangers get there. And in terms of McKenna, I'd, I, again, I think he's a brilliant su- success story in terms of he's always been talented, but the fact that he's worked so hard and probably a case of being in the right place at the right time and having the right manager. Like I think it was it was either 15, 16 or 16, 17 he got sent off four times for Berwick Rangers and he wasn't, that, he wasn't scoring particularly many goals in League Two. There was not a point in me, not a, one aspect of me that thought he's somebody that could be at the, the very top of the goal-scoring charts in the Championship. Uh, but aye, he's been, a, he's been very good for a few seasons now, but it has been fantastic, fantastic this season and fair play to
1: him. Right, we shall get to Duncan's team of all Scots in the Premiership after this. Right, guys, before we get to Duncan's team, I've got to tell you about something. Nord VPN. My favourite kind of VPN. <laughs> what do you guys know about VPN? Sean, what do you know about VPNs?
2: Uh, I once uh, bought an illegal one and convinced my laptop that I was in Canada and because of that I was able to get an illegal download of St. Mon* vs. Wraith Rovers is this the kind of stories you're wanting for this advertisement?
1: <laughs> well if you've been going down the illegal route Sean then you should do because you've got NordVPN here who are very nice and legal and safe to use as well I think that's key NordVPN it not just can be used to get uh, downloads of stuff from abroad or to like if you want to use Netflix to get, ra- get access to film from other countries because Netflix's lineup does change depending on which country you're in. It also helped me very much in Tenerife, as I said on Monday's show, because it meant I was able to watch A View for the Terrace while I was away, which I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. But there's That other... sounds magic. <laughs>
0: Tell me more, Fowler.
1: But there are other aspects as well. <laughs> it does also help you with cyber security if you're out and about. Like, say, you're just at a coffee that, that's shop. That's a
0: huge concern for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. Say so you're at a coffee shop as you often are, Duncan, and you, you get your your laptop out and you have to do a little bit of work, and you're you're a bit worried because you're in a kind of unprotected Wi-Fi zone. You use Fire up NordVPN, you don't have to worry anymore. Furthermore, as well, VPNs have often been accused of slowing down people's internet speed, but NordVPN. I'm, I'm,
2: honestly, I the amount of times I've seen this to the boys in the pub, <laughs> it's unbelievable.
1: But them, but NordVPN has the fastest VPN in the world. Sean. Whoa. In the world, in the bloody world. So, I mean, how can you, how can you argue with that? And, now, everybody's already here, everybody listens to this podcast, has heard me talk about NordVPN on Monday and all the benefits, uh, although missed out the, the thing about download speeds there, so that's a, another one for, for you there. But I, I forgot to, to leave out, I said on Monday that you get a great price with the, the terrace discount, but I didn't actually tell you how great a price it is. You're saving an absolute fortune. So, a two-year plan... A two-year plan normally would cost £219.75 for the two years. With the terrace, with this exclusive offer, it's £62. 16 pence for two years. That's just £2.49 a month. I'm just going to shut you two up. I'm just going to delete your sounds. <laughs> so for the cost of that, you get all these great advantages per month. I mean, mean, you got it, like, security for six devices, servers in 60 countries, a 30-day money-back guarantee. What else could you ask for? So that's... So if you want to sign up, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash TTS or use the code TTS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month free plus a bonus gift. And, again, if you're not satisfied, there is a free... 30-day money-back guarantee.
2: Do you know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to buy the man (laughs) (laughs) great.
1: Right, Duncan, let's get to your all-Scots Premiership team.
0: So, yeah, uh, this, this was a bit harder than I thought it was going to be. So my team is kind of based on players that are playing well this season, plus kind of legacy uh, your assurances. So I've gone for a 4-3-2-1-ish. Um, but we'll, we'll be flexible on that. But, um, I mean, this this defence is more secure than a laptop with NordVPN on it. So that's, there you go for one thing. So Craig Gordon goals. Uh, right back... <sighs> If I was getting Scotland, Stephen O'Donnell, I'd have him right-back, but unfortunately, I don't think we can say that if we're basing it on a premiership team. So I've gone with uh, my former self. Uh, my, myself from a year ago would, would hate this, and it's Tony Ralston at right-back. Um, Left-back, I've gone with Josh Doig, and then a centre-half pairing of Ryan Porteous and uh, John Suter. I think that's... Uh, that is hugely... <laughs> Sean, Sean's got a problem. <laughs>
2: No, honestly, how, re- how, how's re- is that honestly. team? Not, that, that team won't concede. That, so Ryan Porteous never concedes goals. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Spurs fan. I've not, not seen a.
0: I've not. He's generally three, responsible three, for three all she- of them. Three, uh, three clean sheets in a row.
1: I think. Yeah, I think you're. Sure, I think you're getting away from the wildest shout so far of this defence, which is Josh Doig ahead of Greg Taylor. <laughs>
0: Well, because I've got... I, I decided to just uh, have Josh Joy because there's, I've got quite a few Celtic players coming up in midfield. Okay, so, fair um, enough. Yeah, so, I thought um, that it'd be a bit balanced. I didn't want to be accused of being, you know, uh, the old firm Ramble or whatever. Is, it, so, really, so, is uh, it really
1: true that Tony Ralston is the best right, Scottish right-back in this league now? The,
0: the, the, it was slim Pickens when I was going through squads. God. I put it this way. Um... So then, my well, I suppose actually, I, I, I've changed this. is going to be it's going to be a mid, my mid two midfield anchors uh, are Ryan Jack and Cal McGregor. Obviously, can't pick Ryan Jack this season, or but uh, on his form because he's barely played. But uh,
2: yeah, aside that's from that,
0: much. he's, he's uh, and Cal, the Phantom of the Opera has been pretty remarkable <laughs> career, all all told. And then uh, three more players in front of them: uh, Lewis Ferguson in the middle uh, with. Uh, David Turnbull to his left And James Forrest on the right Obviously not James Forrest of this season But a legacy pick And then picking a striker was nails So I've had to go with Tony Watt But there's there was slim, slim pickings uh, on that So uh, it turns out if you want to be good and play for Scotland You've not got to play in the SPFL anymore I, I think Matty might win <laughs> Shut up, Get get the fuck <laughs> uh,
1: I, would, I would agree with Sean uh, I think Duncan's team would win If he just swapped out James Forrest from Barry McKay But he, he let his hatred of hearts Get in the way I, of there, him, was,
0: I, there was absolutely what, <laughs> I'd have played with 10 men and put Barry McKay in that team
1: <laughs> Fine if you don't want to Create any goals For the rest of your team That's just your, that's that's, your I'm, I'm
0: absolutely fine with it Because uh, this, this team's been Picked
2: for a big game And so You'd be as well Not having them <laughs> A big game Against a championship To League 2 select <laughs>
0: the SPFL all-star game it's what, it's what it's what it's giving the people what they want
1: right what at one team in Glasgow one asks who is your favourite footballer who has no connection to your club or the national team and why
0: don't care, let's see. So, you think. who do you say goes me yes okay um I uh, I just think back to when I was a, when I was young and the players that I just loved watching play. Where I mean, two spring to mind immediately, and that's that's Eric Cantona and Roberto Baggio. Um, Cantona just because he was cool, like there's there's no doubt, it. he was cool and had skill. And then Roberto Baggio, because it was a large part, I think, down to the fact that you could watch Italian football, like with football Italia in the nineties. That then you, I just loved everything about him. Like both are quite. I would say, iconic footballers. They've got a distinct look. They were individuals, but also tremendous team players. So I think those two are my uh, historic favourite footballers.
2: Sean? I've uh, I've taken this question completely differently from Duncan. Although, admittedly, I did have a, a, a historical aspect to this, but I went for uh, a player who... Uh, well it's a former manager who's who's only just become a former manager and a current player so my former manager is James McPake because the fact that he has managed to assemble a a, a kind of mediocre championship team when Dundee is in the the, the premiership which means that that they're utterly rancid means that he's one of my favourite not just favourite players or favourite former managers but one of my favourite humans is this this you getting back at him for slagging you off Oh, I never even thought about that, Craig. I never even <laughs> thought about it. Uh, and in terms of, in terms of my favourite <laughs> favourite player, who is has nothing to do with Rafe Rovers or uh, Scotland, although I'm, I'm kind of bending it slightly with, with Scotland, uh, Ross Graham. For two reasons. A, the fact that he played for Dunfermline for about half the season and looked like he was destined for the juniors by being <laughs> at fault for two or three goals every single week, thus condemning them to the 10th to the position in the Championship... They goes to Dundee United and looks brilliant. Like, oh, I could, I could play for Italy at the back. No bother. Like, what are you <laughs> up to at Then, like, it, does, it doesn't make a lick of sense. But, but for a player to, but and also, honestly, for a player to make such a, a turnaround in such a short period of time in a more difficult league is uh, is is quite something to see. And and fair play to him because I didn't see it coming at all. So, aye, well done, well done him.
1: It's not a bit of shades of you no. Know, it's not quite as as little a time and it's also not quite as spectacular as a turnaround, but Scott McKenna was pretty pish at air, was he not, and they went to Aberdeen the following season and was very good.
2: I, I and and in fairness, like I, I still think he's had a a trajectory since then because I he was he was he was poor at air and I know like a, a disappointing loan spell doesn't mean you're gonna have a disappointing career and uh, there, there's other aspects to, to, to kinda analyze. Of Speaking analyse of Barry it. McKay <laughs> <laughs> but even I'll be honest, even at Aberdeen, I didn't think McKenna was that good. However, like this season, and I know he had like kind of the physic, the, the the physicality for the English Championship, but he looked like technically a really good defender as well. And, and whereas previously I I wasn't sure about him uh, in the Scotland squad, now I'd be I'd, based on this season at, at Forest, I'd be okay with him. So I has McKenna's another example of somebody whose who's trajectory is still going up the way, and I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the Premiership at some point.
1: The obvious answer to this is Alfredo Morelos and that's that's my pick.
2: Aye, that's fine. If, aye, no, that actually, would, if, if,
0: if we were doing if we we're doing present present players, then aye, no, absolutely. Like he's he's just brilliant.
1: Um Former Am I allowed to pick Ledley King or does my Spurs allegiances
0: kind of make that a bit of a cheat? I think it's a bit of a cheat, but you can have it, because it's not King. if Spurs ever win anything.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. Gotta love Ledley King. Um didn't have any knees, didn't train still turned up on every Saturday when he was fit and was brilliant
2: that's fair enough I will allow you that one Craig
1: right this comes from at Callum underscore brown 99 do you think the competitiveness of the top flight is down to the league being of very high or low quality I feel we talk our game down as Scots rather than talk it up I think it's incredibly positive that it's so close at this stage and not quote unquote so bad no one wants fourth this is quite an interesting point. Sean, I'll go to you first. What's your take on it? Is the top flight really competitive? Or is it, uh, as a lot of people are kind of saying, rubbish, full of rubbish teams that don't want to finish fourth?
2: It's definitely really competitive, but I think what I would say is, to touch on his first point, point, I could be totally wrong because I appreciate social media is an echo chamber, but I don't think we talk it down as much as we used to. Yeah, we certainly are more positive. I think we're a wee bit better at talking up. Uh, I, I, I think we've stopped comparing it to different leagues. I think we've started to celebrate what makes the league so unique and like kind of, I don't know, SPFL peculiarities, I suppose, that we that we celebrate and, and, and get behind. So I, I don't think we talk it down as much, but I, I appreciate that isn't answering his question about whether the quality is high or low. Aye, <laughs> I, I, think,
0: I think it can be... I think it can be a bit of both, really. Like it can be, it can be very com- competitive, but also, I think it's fair to say that the quality of football has not been as good as it has been in previous seasons. But I mean that I think that's, I think that's fine. Like I think, I don't think even if you look at other leagues, I don't think there are many, te- there are a few teams that are properly excelling and doing things. But but a lot of clubs are still going through an element of a pandemic and stuff like that there's a lot of tired athletes out there in the world i don't think that any league this season will be seen as the great the best edition of its league ever um and so I, but I, I like the fact that it's competitive i, I think that, that it's a good it's a good selling point and i think that's one of the reasons why football is absolutely the number one sport in the world is because there is that there's always a chance that a minnow can upset there a minnow can upset the favourite in the way that you just don't get that often in, in other sports suspect like you know like you yeah like tennis or whatever like there's not enough there isn't enough jeopardy in a game of tennis to make it such a an exciting product that people want to watch it every single every single match that's involved in it I think uh,
2: I, what So I watched... Now, I didn't see the first half, admittedly, so I will add that caveat because I'm not entirely sure how good the first half was. But I saw the second half of Dundee versus St. Murdon last night and I agree with what you're saying in terms of maybe the quality isn't as good as it has been previously. However, I thought the second half of that game was excellent last night. It was was back and forward. Admittedly, it was more forward to Dundee's goal than, than forward to St Munn's goal. But like like it was high paced, it was high tempo. St Mun were creating loads of chances and spurning them. Dundee were getting forward, but admittedly it was generally falling to pieces uh when they were getting when they were approaching the kind of final third. But I like, really enjoyed it. So ultimately it didn't really matter if it was the highest quality or no. It was just it, it was just a good three quarters of an hour.
0: And and I think there's another other aspect of it, I think that, that Scottish football fans largely are are actual football fans, and then have a team that they support. I th- like I would say, not this, not definitely doesn't speak for for great sways of them the old firm fans, and and you know you could probably say the same thing happens in England as well. But I think there's there's like I it was worth did that put a shift in at, at Airdrie a couple of weeks ago. That's the best game that I've seen this season. Like it was just abs- it was just top drawer quality, and and that's made me happier watching a game that of between two clubs that I didn't really before I mean a bit of affinity for, for on trolls after having quite a good day out there and stuff like that but that that that's kind of what mattered to me uh, and I think that yeah I think people can get a bit too caught up in terms of what's qualities so the, the, the fact of the matter is did you enjoy it did you did you come away from it seeing something you hadn't seen before or did you see a, a, a touch from a player that you're thinking? Oh, I want. I wonder about him. Maybe he, maybe he can go on and do something. Um, I, I, th- I th- I think that's what you take more from the games than this idea that this was the the best product you've ever watched. I think there's a bit of
1: recency bias into this topic as well because earlier in the campaign we did think this was a a, a kind of good quality top flight, and I think there is certainly ways in which you could kind of look at it and say there still is. Like Celtic and Rangers have had very few easy games this season. Even Dundee, who are starting to look like, I mean, they're only, they're only still a couple of points, I think it's two points by Johnson, still, um, so they're still. So they're no way cut adrift, and it's no way certain that they're going to go down, but they're kind of looking like the most likely team to go down. They very recently nearly took a point at Celtic Park and scored twice. So they, they, they have some ability in themselves, and I think it's just one of those cases that at this moment in time, Levinster and Ross County are the two formed teams in the league outside the Celtic Rangers so then it's very easy to say ah it's not really kind of good season for the top flight because you've got these two clubs doing well at this moment in time but say Hibs have a really strong end to the campaign and then you have the top four is Celtic Rangers Hearts Hibs and then maybe Motherwell get their act together Motherwell kind of generally a team that's kind of looked upon as a bit bigger or maybe Dundee United, Dundee United get in the top five their t- top six they're looked upon as the is the sixth biggest club in the country. And then, if we get to the end of the campaign, and that's the way that the top six are shaking out with one story, like Livingston or Ross County, with a kind of more Cinderella feel to it, then I think people will be a lot more positive than they are at this moment in time. It's just because, I think, why people are a bit down on it, is that Hibs are still in fourth place, and they've won one game in ten. And I think that's why people are saying there's a lack of quality, that Hibs have managed to do that. But, like I say, that's recency bias, because... Hibs are there because they tallied up a lot of points earlier in the campaign When they were a good team Before they, when they had a manager who was, let's face it, better at his job And players who are fit and not falling a bits like they all are now
0: I also think that we're having this conversation at a point where this has been a really Probably since the start of December This this four month period, has aside from the winter break Has been a really compact period of time so there's not been there's not the, the season really hasn't had much time to breathe. I don't feel like I feel that especially. Um, I was saying as a Hibs fan, you know that we were for a while. It seemed like we were playing like Saturday, Wednesday, or Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Saturday, Tuesday. Went like it, it, it just all. It can sometimes become a bit suffocating, and I think that it's easy to, especially if you're not on a good run, it can start to get kind of on top of you as well. And I think that uh, I think yeah, I think you're right about that recency So I think that I think that by Come May time, we'll be like, this was pretty, This was not a bad season. And and yeah, it's going to be great when we come back in July for some more uh, red hot Premier Sports Cup action. Red hot cinch and action. I,
2: and I also thought there was a wee spell there where pretty much, well, certainly the vast majority of fans in the Premiership were probably angry or disappointed or upset, which, which kind of suggests that not everything is going well. <laughs>
1: that's just that it's all relative though it is getting this feeling now like it was last season where eight, eight teams
0: the first season it's nine teams seem to lose every week <laughs> which is an achievement like the maths on that just doesn't seem right like, but, but
1: yeah right uh, let's move on to the next one this came in via Patreon and this is from Callum McFadden he says I've got a handful of the 42 left to go and want to do them in an order that leaves the best to last can I have your recommendations please and what he's got left is Cove, Airdrie, Montrose, Forfar, Stenney, and Albion Rovers. He's travelling from Edinburgh for them. Cheers! Right, so, guys, he wants the best to last. So, can I say it's fair to chuck out Airdrie?
2: So, aye, I've... Uh, uh, so, I haven't been to Cove. Uh, so I haven't what, been to Cove, Cove,
1: but it's in Aberdeen. <clears throat>
0: and if you've been to Aberdeen before... It's not, uh, uh, it's not, it's not even really in Aberdeen, Aberdeen either. It's not really in Aberdeen. Like it's on the, it, like it's in the middle. It's on the outskirts of Aberdeen on an industrial estate. There you go. My, my, that that, my, should, that should automatically be your first one to go to next because there's not uh, a lot to see.
2: My plan is to go to Cove before the end of the season, but logistically I've had a wee look and it looks a wee bit tricky. So I would I would go there next uh, if sure, I was him, and, be the and Cove. then
1: that me be you next season. To either or I, a, there that. There we go. That's a,
2: Here we go. Yeah, that's absolutely fine, uh, but I, I would, if I was him, I would go there next, then I would go to Airdrie. I have been there a couple of times, only once for a day out, I I went to three pubs, two were uh, quite something, and, <laughs> and but I, I did find one good one, uh, and that was fine. But the, the bigger problem with Airdrie is, not, not Airdrie town centre, but it's just well, it's one I, of like, those well, kinds it- of...
0: The grounds nowhere it, near the, uh, the town centre either. That's I was
2: a, I, I was a wee bit deceived at how far of a walk it was, so I missed about about first ten minutes. But it's just one of those stadiums where it's remember, like it's a kind of identical stadium that, that Scotland has a lot of. There's no real kind of unique fixtures. There's nothing. There's no real soul about it. It's just it. It's very forgettable. Uh, so I would there in Cove would be the the, the, the two to get out of the way.
1: Two to get out of the way. I, I would also say get out of the way. Stenhousemuir.
0: Mm. Uh, I get Tim Hortons, and that's about it. Like, there's like it's, it's yeah. You, know, you get the train to to Lar, but you walk the mile to the ground, but there's not uh, there's not a lot to see and do there. Although it is more, it's uh, it's not even that picturesque anymore. It's got the worst view of the out of all the <laughs> out of all the out of all the grounds near the ockles. It's the worst view. Um,
2: it's got, aye, social, it's got a decent social. the wee part. De- the, the, the in the
0: in the in the uh, in the ground is nice. I'd give that. It's, it's, got, a, it's, ah, it's got
2: a decent social it, club. If you if you if you crane your neck, you can see the locals. You can you, you, <laughs> you can you can sit in the stand. You can stand on the terrace, and there are still there are still positive aspects.
0: Aye, it's a step up from Colvin, Colvin um and Airdrie, I would say. And then I would I will go far far after that. Would you not go up, up in? I would go up in Rovers. Would you not? Aye, so I, I like had, as I say I, I, I really like Clifton Hill. I've, I've got a lot of time for Clifton so Hill. You make a, a pro, You can make a proper day out of it. You could go. You could go in the morning. Go to the Time Capsule. You know, have a swim, an ice skate or whatever, then you go swim across... Swim beside a woolly mammoth lead. in the morning and then go uh, you know, then you, then you go across you the summer
2: league. Are you your you ice skates? So you've got a bag with your no, ice you're, skates you're, you're,
0: in. yeah, you hire ice skates at an <laughs> ice rink. Store. I, know, I Come don't on. know. I've never been ice skating. <laughs> you don't get uh, the time capsule.
1: Wait, nah. hang on. You've never been ice nah. skating, ever.
2: Nah, I'd, I'd, I'd fall over.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose nah, you didn't point. ride
2: a bike, so... <laughs> No, nah, I can't well, go on a bike. Any form of transport, I just can't do it. <laughs> Is ice skating transport? I don't know, but I wouldn't be very good at it. No.
1: Anytime you anyway, see a bus, bus go so- past with Sean McGuigan
0: on it, he's just <laughs>
1: stuck to the window, terrified.
0: <laughs> so, I I put four for below that, because A, it's, it's more difficult to get to by public transport. You've, you know, you've, you've either got to you know, get off at Dundee and get the bus up or, or go from uh, our on Montrose and, get a bus inland and whatever and it's it's fine for for it's it's all right to visit i have to be fair, I, I drove the when i went to, to station park so there might be some good pubs around there but I've, no
2: there is so, so I, I would uh, so i i wasn't sure about albion rovers or for what order to put them in so you're right it's more difficult to get to by public transport however quite a few good pubs again a friendly setup i quite like station park uh, I think all four sides of the ground is completely different uh, Aye, you can yes. change ends at half time or at least you used to be able to do that uh, get a bridey have,
0: it's a bit of a specialist
2: uh, the bridey I had was rubbish but they'll, they'll probably not be half if I say that but it's,
0: it's a it's a staple of Station
2: Park ah but it, it, it tasted of it tasted of like cheap, uh, cheap kind of I don't know like sausage meat I, I wasn't very keen on it maybe I should have had a steak bridey I don't know yeah, but they do have Baxter bridey uh, I like that, Bridie. What I would say about Albion Rovers Not very, Ed, not very edible, is. though. No, 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 no. no. Whatever you do, don't eat back some, <laughs> Bridie. Uh, what I would say is I'll see about... Uh, see when it comes to Albion Rovers. I like Albion Rovers in the same way I like cow and beef. Like, yes... It's rustic. I, 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 yes, to say the least. And I can appreciate why... Like, you're listening to players, like lower league players, and say, oh, I hate playing it. I hate playing it at Central Park. I hate playing it. I hate playing at Albion Rovers. See, when it comes to my enjoyment of games, I, I couldn't really care less what players think about playing at them. <laughs> I just want a, I just want a different experience. And I'm not saying I would enjoy going to, to Cote Bridge every fortnight to watch a game or going to Central Park every fortnight to watch a game. But there is something different. They're completely unique. And if, uh, if if every ground was like Livingston, I would be bored senseless. And so Albion Rovers has something about it that I I enjoy going to see every now and again.
1: So we're all and in I agreement. Say that, that we're, sorry, we in agreement that Montrose is the best serve to last.
0: Uh, that was aye, the one I. Unless, unless you go to this, unless you go to the Summerlee Industrial Museum in Coatbridge as part of your day out in Coatbridge, in which case that's a, that's a, a, an attraction that knocks the day above Montrose. You can't.
1: In my um,
0: opinion. You can't. Uh, can you, you go? Can you go down a mine in Montrose? No. You can't. So can you you get can't get see this. In you can't no. see this.
1: Anybody listening to this? But Duncan has got a visit Coatbridge T-shirt on.
0: <laughs> how, how I make my money in my spare time Is
2: entirely uh, Up to me But yeah Mod- is, a po- Mod- is, is, Mod- is a podcast equivalent of a sponsored tweet <laughs> Yeah
1: Montrose Well if the North Lanarkshire
0: one. Council Want to start advertising instead of NordVPN You know that they know where to come <laughs>
1: Right, right Montrose is the number one head there. Right, Archery, at Archery Contest asks, would you rally your team on a Scottish Cup and was relegated, or would never win the Scottish Cup again, but would we'll win every derby for the next 10 years? Uh, Scottish Cup get relegated, definitely.
2: Aye, I, I mean, I had a wee think about this because we've got a lot of derbies, so that would mean that we didn't lose a derby for 10 years against Durrfernland, Kelty, Cowdenbeath and East Fife, but then we might not even be in the same league as him for the next 10 years. So how how like that's no any that's not any use. Uh and and you know something like the the beating Celtic in the league cup final was one of the best days out of my life. To a lesser extent, beating Rangers in the Ramses Cup final was one of the best days of my life. So if if we can complete the the triumvirate of Scotland's major trophies and can win the Scottish Cup, then I'll take that.
0: Aye, I, I was in the I was in same mind as that. Yeah, darbys are nice to win, but it's only for ten years. Uh, I can't imagine the joy that I got from twenty sixteen being able to do that. To, to knowing that I would never get that again uh, would be would be crap. So yeah, and, it's and, the Scottish Cup. And, and we've been relegated, relegated
2: or, twice already. Uh, so uh, we, well, are, like, we, what is that Water we, off a duck's back. Nah, see here, we relegated all the time. What's another one?
1: At Mail Seni asks, "Is Livingston getting money and Bruce Anderson for an aging G Emmanuel Thomas? The best bit of business a club has done, not only this season but for say the past five seasons. It's probably not the best bit of business a club has done in the last five seasons because I still think you could maybe argue that yeah, it's great to get a little bit. I mean, I don't think it was that much money for G Emmanuel Thomas. It's good to get. It's good. It's a funny kind of deal." But is it still even as good a deal as Livingston getting Lyndon Dykes for free from Queen of the South? I don't think so.
2: Like No, Lin- I, I think the I, I think his point was, I, I think he lost his point a wee bit when he said in terms of the last five years. However, what I would say is, I would I would presume without knowing as much about it as as like people that that are more focused on the the Premier League as me, uh, I, I think most people were of the opinion that Aberdeen were getting a better deal here.
0: Uh, yeah, at the time, I think Bruce Anderson had, had been great on loan at League 2 but and had, had shown a one or two flashes whilst playing for Aberdeen but not hadn't done anything that he would make you think that he was... You could see why Derek... I think you could see in his performances for Aberdeen why Derek McInnes wasn't naturally keen on him. Although I think there were... He was kind of one of these players that the longer he wasn't being picked by McInnes, the better he got. And so I think that's kind of where that... the. I think the the myth of Bruce Anderson in, in the eyes of, of of Aberdeen fans come from. It's, the, it's quick answer, that.
1: it's a weird thing to say as well. But if Bruce Anderson was this version of Bruce Anderson, if he was at Aberdeen, would he be liked? Like I know it's a weird thing to say because Bruce Anderson's playing in a team that's ahead of Aberdeen in the league and playing in a better team than them this season. But there's just different. There's different pressures, there's different ways that you, that your presence in the squad kind of reflects on who you are as a player. Like at Livingston, Bruce Anderson kind of comes in the the team a bit more and when he doesn't play well, there's no kind of big expectation, big pressure the next time that he comes in that he has to perform type of thing. There's kind of an understanding that he rotates with some of the players around him. At Aberdeen, it would be a very different story. And if he doesn't score for three games like he has done at points for this season at Livingston, he's not going to get the fans on his back as much. It's just it's just a bit different. So I'm not entirely certain that had Aberdeen just kept Bruce Anderson, kind of thing, that they would be much better off.
0: The also the quick answer to this question is no, because Hibbs got money for Ollie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's funny though that you mentioned Dykes earlier, and that, that entirely backs up your point, Fowler. Because I remember, I remember talking about Dykes when he was at Queen of the South on the show, and we were talking about the fact that he was signing for Livingston, and his goal scoring record at Queen of the South was terrible. But we kind of said at the time, however, going to Ed Livingston, uh, expectations will be slightly lower, fans don't expect him to score every week, they won't be getting on his back if he goes three or four games without a goal. Whereas if he went to Hearts or Aberdeen or, I don't know, Hibs maybe, then there would be that expectation that if he didn't just go for three or four games, maybe there would be fans getting on his back. So sometimes Livingston is, a, is just a... a or, or clubs that are a wee bit lower in the, in, in the pyramid, or, or, or the premiership, I should say. Sometimes that's the perfect setting for these kind of strikers.
1: Craig Leeds was looking to sign London Dykes for Hearts, but he kind of backed away from it with kind of the reason that if Craig Levine signed a striker that never scored any goals in the league below for
0: hearts, everybody would lose their fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an unreasonable position to take.
1: (laughs) Right, next question, and I think we can make this... We could probably make this a last one for the main podcast. Who replaces Kevin Thisbet in the Scotland squad?
2: And this comes from H. Gerd so I, I was looking at this so I, I had a look back at the Scotland squad that was announced in November which is for the Moldova and Denmark game I think uh, and we had and these are this has changed days but we announced six forwards so the six forwards at, at that point was Che Adams Lyndon Dykes Ryan Christie Ryan Fraser Jared Brown and uh, oh I'm trying to think who the sixth one was there was a sixth one uh, who was it uh, Nisbet sorry Nisbet Nisbet was a six uh, I think that you will have one two so I think four of them will be back in this squad which would be obviously Adams Dykes Christie I think Ryan Fraser will be back in again I think if he wants to only with have...
0: to withdraw on the uh, eve of camp
2: so I'd, I'd, I've read a couple of things recently that said that actually they've been in contact and they're, they're okay at this moment in time They still have a decent relationship So I think that'll be your four uh, I, I don't know about Jared Brown I, I, I think he's got seven goals this season So I, whether he's still playing quite well I I, I don't know If I wanted to if, if there was one particular forward I would like to bring in And I've went through I've went through all the leagues In terms of so, Sorry, Is sorry, sorry tiers. Sean Just uh, to top interrupt top... you briefly What are you calling Brown? Uh-huh. Is it Jared Brown? Jacob was it Jacob Brown? I've written down Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, no, Jared Brown's somebody else that uh, you're obviously just not aware of. He's, uh, he's uh, a. Sean watches, of comer. Qu-
0: uh, watches Quest uh, <laughs> EFL goals. So he's. Uh,
2: plays up front for Wickham. No, uh. uh, you know, somewhere I would have I'd have rushed you. I'd have rushed your. 22, 23 goals a season. I'd be quite happy with him getting called up
1: not he plays in League One though. Is it not a, a justification that Tony Watt would be more deserving?
0: I think it'll be Tony Watt, but again, it's a bit like arguing over who's As you, You're getting to be a bench warmer. Like, like uh is, like, is basically I mean it.
2: and and that that that's just it. So like let's face it, Kevin Nisbet so let's say we had five forwards or six forwards, Kevin Nisbet was going to be the fifth or sixth choice forward. In this squad, so you're just bringing in somebody else to be the fifth or sixth choice forward. I, I wouldn't have mind seeing Rush Stewart chucked in, or, and, and I'd be quite happy with Tony Watt as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm I'm just a big believer that somebody who is full of confidence and full of goals, we should probably give them a try.
0: And to wait and see if someone uh, the the weekend before comes off the bench from the old firm, probably a 19 year old striker, and then plays 10 minutes, and and that that there'll be demands that he he gets parachuted straight in.
2: Wait till you see Jared Jared Brown.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would quite like to see Tony Watt. I think he's he's had his chance, and it's just. Yeah, Ross Stewart's gone a lot of goals, but it is League One in England.
2: And we've seen quite a lot recently. Pub League. Pub League, I've heard. Oh, it's Guff. You know something? It's a a terrible standard, but he looks like he's far too good for it. So I'd I'd be okay with, with chucking him in.
1: And he was in Scottish football last season and didn't look very good. Yes, I know he kind of watted away for Ross County <laughs> and Ross County were shite, but I think on the balance of that, over the balance of the, over the last two years, I would be giving Tony Watt a shout before Ross Stewart. Although Ross Stewart is younger, and if you want to bring somebody into the squad and be like, oh wait, is he that much younger though? Because he did have a very long, eh, let me just look that up. He's he's 25. <laughs> he's, he's not even that much younger, is he? Tony Watt's 28, I think. Let's have a look. Tony Watt... Tony Watt's 28, yes. So I suppose I uh, still maybe one bit more. Three years are big for a striker. Uh, they're kind of middle of the career. So I suppose you can say that it's uh, still maybe one more for the future. So I, w- I wouldn't get too bent out of shape if it's Ross Stewart instead. But I would, I would go for Tony Watt myself.
2: Anybody but Oliver McBurnie. <laughs> <laughs> How's Stephen Fletcher, Fletcher
0: getting on? How's Stephen Fletcher getting on? Actually, there you go.
2: Uh, I, I don't know how Oliver McBurney's been getting on, but I bet he hasn't been scoring any goals.
0: <laughs> Oliver McBurney,
1: soccer base, Sheffield United. Right. Uh, right, okay. Oh, he's playing under Heckenbottom then. Yep, right, right, guys. Okay, I've got this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. 25 games for Oliver McBurney
2: this season. Well, guess how many goals? Two. Uh, two. One. <laughs> <laughs> I think at one... I'm sure at one point it, it went somewhere like 43 appearances with no goals up front. Wildly. And goodness... He's one goal And people
0: said that he wouldn't He couldn't be a good Scottish internationalist Incredibly he's That's won- exactly the sort of form That gets you a game for Scotland
1: So he's one goal this season So he hasn't scored So he didn't score against Carlisle He didn't score against Luton he didn't score against Blackpool He
2: didn't score against Luton a good
0: team.
1: But he did score Against Southampton
2: Ah oh, but it's probably like A League Cup tie And they played their under nines Let's have a look at The Southampton team
1: Uh, Yeah, I've not heard of any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and I've heard of everybody who was on the bench.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go.
1: Right, thank you very much, for everybody, for listening. If you'd like to hear us continue to answer these questions, we have another five to go. Then we will be answering them over on the Patreon That is patreon.com forward slash Terrace podcast This will be going in the £2 per month deal uh, Along with many, many Other podcasts that we've done over the last God, must be about four or five Years now eh?
0: We've been doing Patreon oh, I think so, yeah So yeah get, but uh, get, people, people will be now swithering in their mind Whether they pay the £2 for the Patreon Or £2 for the Nord, the <laughs> NordVPN VPN. <laughs> Such a such a such a Sophie's choice for them. Well, they could just pay them both because then that's just the cost of a fuel pipe. Good thinking, Fowler. You're, so you're looking out for their public health, looking out for the health and the the, the goodness of the ears and the the welfare of their laptops.
2: I'd honestly, I'd I would love to see the the share price of Nord VPL. VPN uh, just, just Nord VPN just uh, absolutely spike. After this, uh, after this podcast goes out,
1: regardless, you should join the Patreon because even after four and a half, five years, whatever, it is still incredibly, still a growing community as well. So make sure. It's costs, you...
0: to be fair. The this, the the Discord is really enjoyable. It is. It is uh, really. It's yeah, been and, cool. Just yeah.
1: us chatting with people on the on the Discord. Um, I'm not sure if Sean does. Some of the kind of I, I I chat quite a lot on the Discord, but I've noticed that a lot of the kind of. Of view for the terrorist guys don't really bother. They obviously think they're they're beneath that, and I think that I think that kind of attitude is disgusting. Really,
2: I've uh, I, I'm not on it, but I'll uh, I'll go in if you want. Listen, <laughs> if that's what the public want, then that's that's what they'll get. People will want. I,
1: People will want to I'd, talk I'd, to you, I'd, Sean. They want to
2: get your opinions and stuff. I'll tell you what. I'll sign up for Discord. That's what I'll do. <laughs> get, get your grandson to help you. <laughs> No worries. Ah, that's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the
2: bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps>